What is up and welcome into the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base there for the Tigers. He was all swack. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL Draft Guru. You can catch all his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. Gentlemen, how are you? All good. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, I, grumble. I hear, I hear grumble, you, grumble. I hear you. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> hey, man, eventful, uh, eventful week here, man, since we last talked, fellas. Um, I was starting to get a little down about my White Sox. And uh, then lo and behold, Carlos Rodon shows up and throws a, throws a, a near-perfect game. And gets to know he gets a no hitter though. Um, just man, just just uh, outstanding performance by him. Uh, and it really, man, it, it it woke me up, man. I I haven't been this pumped up since well, I guess last year's no hitter, uh, <laughs> Lucas Giolito. But yeah, but it was awesome though, man. It was good stuff, man. I must ask, did did you stay pumped up? Because following that great out, and they took the hell today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, really, yeah, they let you know they part. They parted a little bit last night, you know. <laughs> but uh, but actually, you know what, man? You know what? I mean, defensively, they 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 played like crap today. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it to that. They they you know they had a couple pops last night <laughs> after the no hitter, and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it there, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but Rodondo, man. I mean, here's a guy. I mean, first round draft pick. You, there were so many expectations for him, um, and he clearly just did, did not meet them in the last, you know, last five years or so since okay. he's been up. Uh, didn't know he was if he was even going to be on this team uh, coming into this season, and you know, in in these first, what has it been three starts? He's or is it two. There's been only two so far. I think just two starts because he yeah, missed because he missed right. one because he, he missed was, right, uh, right, right, mm-hmm. right. He had he had an illness. He was sick, right? right. Yeah, but uh, but man, I'm 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 just man, so so happy for him um, to, to just have a moment like that, man, where he'll be remembered forever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you consider his story and just the adversity and how he persevered through a lot of these injuries. You know, it started off like a small injury and then you know went on to a larger one. Sometimes it makes me wonder if you know sometimes little injuries don't lead to larger injuries where he ended up having to have Tommy John surgery. And it just seemed like every year he'd do just enough to get back into the lineup and kind of work through some of the rust. And just when he would start to come out the rust, he'd get another injury, you know? Um, And it was just tough to the point to where, as a fan, fair or unfair, you know, (laughs) because we're not going through it and fans just kind of are in the, the moment you get frustrated because you're waiting on this. Everyone keeps telling you the promise of this player and you just don't see it mm-hmm. and you get frustrated and you're like, well, is he taking someone else's spot or can we trade him or something like, why do we still have this guy? Why do he, why does he keep giving up? I think he kept getting those chances because a, the white Sox uh, believed in him. I mean, him being the number one draft, number pick, one pick. Yeah, sure. You don't want to give up on that, but we've seen other number one picks go by the wayside way more quickly uh, than Rodon has lasted with the white Sox. But I think to, who is his character in that 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 willingness to fight through that adversity to persevere through these setbacks makes you root for the guy 
And maybe, you know, within the club, the clubhouse or within the organization, they find some inspiration in, you know, the struggles in his journey. And for him, a fifth starter, you got your fifth starter <laughs> dropping yeah. basically, basically for lack of a better, you know, a, a goofy, you know, ball that hits the, the batter's foot for, you know, basically a perfect game yeah. where he's still throwing like heat. You know, high heat, oh, he, you man. know, with his last pitch, <laughs> you know. He got it up to 99 in the ninth inning, man. Yeah. That, you know, that's you know, crazy. Guy throws over 110 pitches, and to get a, you know, get to get a no-hitter, uh, that is just – with with a young catcher, let's keep that in mind. It wasn't like there was a veteran catcher, you mm-hmm. know. It wasn't like he had uh, McCann back there, you know, who helped G. Lito get his last year. Uh, you had a young catcher, a young catcher in Collins, who another first-round draft pick, by the way, uh, catching the ball for me. That is that's fantastic. I mean, think about the confidence that that's going to imbue, not just you know from Rodon going getting through all this, but for Collins to be able to be the guy that helped call that game yeah. to the other pitchers on the staff who were like, oh, okay, well if you can call a game like that for him, what can you do for me? What can we do with each other? Like, hey, let's let's keep this going. <laughs> to where it makes Grandal look like, I guess I'm a designated hitter. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, but he, he can't get that comfortable as a designated hitter. We got too many of those. I know. Yeah. I yeah. know. But to your point, and I know I've kind of, you know, belabored it to some degree, but I, it, it's just, it, it's, it's fantastic, man. And it, and it, you know, it couldn't happen. I don't know if he's a nice guy or not, you know, but it couldn't have happened to a more deserving individual. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, good to see a guy who's had his struggles over time. I mean, to start out his first season with the Sox, he had a nine and six record. That's, that's promising. Right. With a 3.75 ERA. Then, you know, nine and 10 record isn't too far bad. It's not that bad for a second year guy. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't good, but it wasn't horrible. Right. And then the injury started coming. And, you know, and it's like, to to see him come out the gates as the fifth starter, like like GM say, to come out the gates, he's two and zero with a zero ERA. In two <laughs> That's games. crazy. With a zero ERA, like it's good to see that the organization didn't give up on it. Well, it and, didn't. It didn't hurt that he they, they got him for only three and a half million this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, but, but somewhere else though. Yeah, you know, and and. And I mean, and I think with the Sox, I think they like they they've been plagued with their top picks with injuries as far as their pitching goes. I mean, because what's the guy last year? Uh, Not last year, year before that. Kopech, you know, lost Kopech like early on, you know, so that's something that's like seems to be common. But it's 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 common throughout the league. Yeah with, yeah, with the way these guys are throwing now, like not much finesse, just very power, power, power. These guys are getting injured so, so much. You know, it's good to see the Sox, you know, stay patient with this guy, and and at least to have him as a fifth guy. He's a he's the fifth guy on, in the fifth rotation. Guy. Like, like, like. So they, it's like, it's kind of like they got lucky just staying patient with him to have a guy that. We all know that had the had the potential to be a number one guy. Right now, due to circumstances, you know, unbecoming, he's he's the fifth guy, and he's still pretty young. Twenty eight for a pitcher in baseball. Baseball is young. 
Like, so, yeah. you know, if if somehow he builds off this season, there's no telling. He can work his way back up into a top three of the rotation guy. And he's, what, you two know? years two years yeah. removed from uh, Tommy John, so he's basically yeah. got a brand-new elbow. Yeah. So it, it's it, – it was – you know, I didn't watch it. You know, I was I was watching Snowfall. But, uh, oh man! But 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 really? I was keep who, I was keeping this track week? of <laughs> man man man. Don't, don't tell me, don't tell man don't man. Tell. It was it was a lot of you know that. But uh, <laughs> but but I was keeping track of it, you know. And I mean, you saw my post. My mom is crazy Sox fan. Is, I know she was frustrated. I think she sold her tickets for that game. Oh, she didn't oh, go? He wow. didn't go to that game, and she went today. That's cool, that's cool, man. His mom, I, I saw your post from opening yeah. day. She was out there in the cold and rain. Oh, wow. I, I was like, man, she, she, she's yeah, she, top hey, White she's, Sox fan, man, because hey, I, I couldn't have done it. No, she's no she's big time with it, man. It's, it's crazy. I'll never forget when they won the World Series. The most dreadful thing for me was coming home for Thanksgiving that year. It was, I got home, it was all type. It, you would have thought our house was decorated for Christmas with all the sock stuff that was all outside, <laughs> man. But, but, but ultimately, man, it, it, it was a good thing for the socks, you know, and, you know, and it's something to build on. Like, this team is, this team is, is trending up. You know, unfortunately. What? what do you mean, unfortunately? What, 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 what? I mean, not not unfortunately. I'm saying, unfortunately, my team isn't. Oh. oh, oh but man. but you know, are, are you are you worried that are they what what four? Are they they lose today? Did they play today. We didn't play today. We didn't okay, play so that's so they're four back. Yeah, you know. So I, I'm a little worried, but then on the flip side, I'm not. We've been losing a lot of close games. I think we haven't been having those timely hits. You know, hidden has been hasn't really come to to play yet for us yet. So I am I am a little worried. I am. I haven't on, been very man. impressed. I haven't been very impressed. Stop. But but and, and injuries are already starting to be an issue. You knew that going in though. But damn, not DJ. Shit, he missed a couple games already, and Hicks missed a couple. I'm used uh, to Judge and Stanton, them two, and <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but but it's still a long season. It's still a long yeah. season. Yeah, yeah we're, we're season. two weeks in. It's not you even know? April 16th yet, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, looking at who's at the top of our division, the Red Sox. It's like they they started out the year they got swept to open up the season by the uh, the Orioles, and then they went on one six straight. You know, so I think they are. Aren't they up to like nine now? Nah, nine straight, dude. They're not. They, they got nine. Yeah. Damn. damn I, <laughs> I just checked it yesterday. They had nine yeah. already. Yeah, Red nine, Sox are rolling, man. man. Baseball yeah. it moves so quickly. The games is and and you know, and that was the team that everybody had at the bottom of the division. Yeah, I did. I did too. Man. You know, so it's like, but just early, man. Yeah, yeah it's very, still early. Very early. Very I think that, and you look at most of the divisions, man, everything's pretty close. The only ones that are really running away are the Dodgers, and they're not really running away. They got the most wins, but they know, ain't running away. I'm saying the, the, Giants Padres, and the, Padres are, the Giants and the Padres are right behind them. But that's oh, what I'm shit. saying. It's the like Padres, I lost two straight. Everything's pretty tight, man. No one's really mm. in, in the American League Central. 
you know, at, at this point, you know, if the season was over in May, it's anybody, yeah. anybody's, anybody's a chance to get it. So as long as you stay close, I think around 500, once the weather starts to get warmer, as far as the White mm-hmm. Sox go, they get a few more guys healthy. Engel comes back, you know, Anderson, and you start warming up and the hitting starts coming around with this pitching. Yep. If this pitching is how it is like now, man. And, you know, at Kopech, I think that's a pivotal guy because to me, that's a guy that they could make him throw long a little bit, stretch him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. He could be a fifth starter nope. or a fourth nope. starter. He, he, he's got that kind of, he's got that kind of stuff. Nope. I leave him right where he is. I'm not saying right. What I'm saying is you could. He's saying easing them. He, I think GM is saying easing them into the. No, I would keep him there the entire season. Just let him let him be a a a seventh inning setup guy. I'm talking in terms of like if you have if you lose somebody. I'm talking in terms of depth. You've got somebody. Lose somebody. You still want to keep him right there. (laughs) You talk. You talking about a guy that that you know was dealing with some issues. Right, right. You know, you want him to be as comfortable as possible. He seems comfortable right now. Let him stay comfortable. And if he wants to then, you know, start to stretch out and maybe move into the rotation, we can do that going into the 2022 season. Okay. I would let, right. let him, you, know, you know who I'm let him, very let him, impressed. Let him, let him sit and stay where he is. And 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 get the outs that he's getting, man. Because he, he looks he's looking good, man. He's looking great. Yeah. yeah. You know who I'm very impressed with though with the Sox, especially pitching pitching staff wise though. Lynn. Lance Lynn. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm very I mean even, I, even I, in the I loss had, today. I, I, I think he was gonna good. be I, I didn't think he was gonna come in and be bad, but he 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 got a lot of innings under his belt. Like yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's played a while, you know. I, I figured he would be a steady Eddie, but he he's yeah, he, he looking yeah, ten, 10 strikeouts today. Uh, like I said, I mean, he gave he gave up the home run. Um, who did he give Ramirez. it up to? To Ramirez, right, right. Which you know that happens. Gave up two runs, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just you win more that runs. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 more runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't win only scoring two runs. That's yeah. you know, for the most part not yeah. going to work. Especially and, and, and playing and playing defense the way they they look they look. <laughs> atrocious today in the field man but you know i guess you know everybody's saying they're gonna they're gonna fix that they're gonna get better okay i mean i just they're they're professionals like like you gotta get better defensively at some point i like to think so those those, you you like to think so that's that's shallow those those, uh those shallow outfield pop-ups were getting to them just like they used to get to me in high school, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Smoke, you ever you ever been uh, been in a no hitter? Ever played I've, one? I've, yeah, I've, I've thrown one before. What? You throw, wait, wait, where? I was I was story? twelve. Hey. I was, no, I was eleven. I was eleven. Hey. I was eleven. Hey, I don't you, threw a, never... you, threw a, you threw a six inning uh, no hitter. <laughs> yeah, six inning no hitter. It, the, 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 the funny thing. The funny thing about it is that was the day I learned how to throw a curveball. Oh, and that was that and, was. And the kids were looking at you. What the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, that's that's not on the scouting report. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> but have I ever been a like a victim of a no hitter? Nope, never. And and the reason being was because of me. I've been a victim of a one hitter, <laughs> and I got that one hit. Man, I, can, see, I told Lane you, Tech, Smoke was a legend, man. Lane Tech, Corey Benz almost no hit us. I got the only hit of the game to to 
squash that. Hey, my one. Hey, that's, so, yeah, we got we got something in common there. Well, I didn't get a hit, but uh, I'm zero for zero against Lane Tech. I, I walked in the lane in a game against Lane Tech. <laughs> yes, and then, uh, then you know I was out the rest of the game. But yeah. <laughs> did y'all did y'all play them up on California? Uh, were you at home or? No, we were there. Oh man! So, so up on up uh, California and uh, Urban Park. <laughs> so this is a funny story. Like, and and I gotta make sure my guys listen to this. So we played Adelaide. So back then, but I, I guess it still goes on today. Varsity, if Varsity was home, JV would be away. Was it? Right, right, and vice versa. Right. So we were Adelaide. That game ended so fast. And we got back to Simeon before the JV game was over. Y'all beat them like that? No, they beat us like that. We got oh, one hit. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm thinking, hit. man, you were the Simeon, man. Y'all, y'all are the powers of the public league. All right. Yeah, we lost that that game. I walked in against Lang Tech. We lost like 14 to 2. Yeah, that that, that a, we lost, we lost 10-0. And that was the quickest, like to go to Lane. Make it back through rush hour traffic. Yeah, I was gonna say that it was that traffic <laughs> before before the JV game ends. Man, and 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 of course we think we getting back. We about to go home. No, nope. Coach Frank say, uh, uh-uh. put y'all shoes back on. We about to run, and we ran until that JV game was over. Wow. <laughs> so so wait, so so let me help, help me understand something. What is that runner supposed to do? How does that change it, it your your, change, your, your outlook going into the next game? He just mad? Is that what it was? Yeah. Make us make us feel his frustration. Yeah, oh, they okay. got so that you was know, it was punitive. It was they got, they got yeah. worked by North Siders. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you know <laughs> they saw us again. Hey, your mean Mercedes. Yeah. Where where did this dude come from, man? Everywhere. He just man, he <laughs> just hitting the crap out of the ball right man. now. My my yeah. question is, okay, he's what he's 28 now, right? I think and so. He's yeah. been been in the minors forever. Yeah. Why why didn't anyone see this? I I'm 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 so confused by this. Uh I, I'm gonna throw a little like, theory to a out. Point, but, but... If 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 Eloy doesn't get hurt. We don't know. You know. Trying to trying to catch a fly ball, right? He's not on this team right now. Maybe not. Yeah. So how does how does that happen? I don't understand how that happens. Well, I, uh, I, it's I baseball. Smoke. Yeah, it's baseball. What we're seeing right now is very impressive, but that can turn in a in a heartbeat. You know, he can go from being looking incredible to looking like where is Eloy? Hurry up back, Eloy. You get what I'm saying? Right, so right. It's, it's it's baseball. He's hot right now. He's 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 hot. He's on a he's on an amazing streak. I'm sure he's probably very being very superstitious, trying not to change <laughs> nothing that's going on in his life right now. Whatever's going on, he's trying to stay with this streak because he's gonna get cold at some point. You know, nobody stays this hot throughout the entirety so of a season. You're, you're saying he's not gonna hit 500 for the season. Exactly. <laughs> Good exactly. <to> know. <laughs> you know, so so you know, it, it's going to come to a point where 
he's going to have a downside. And that's, and that's when you know you got something special. If how he bounced back from that. Mm-hmm. If, when he goes into that cold spell, how he bounced back. That that's gonna now that's when you're gonna know, okay. That's that's like that's gonna answer your question. Like, why didn't this guy come up? Or oh, that's why he stayed down. Right. right. That's gonna answer your question right there. When he hit that cold spell, when the scouting report becomes more mainstream to the rest of the, the league, that's when it's gonna that's when you're gonna get your ass. Whether it be like damn, like like why did he stay down or that's why he stayed down you know so I thought we'll I was, see sooner or later i was looking at um at last night's game the home run he hit in the, in the uh Man, almost to the con- was, almost to the concourse that was the most violent swing i think i maybe have ever seen in my life man it was, it, it, it's up there but it was so quick too though yeah 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 um, um to answer your question earlier, or at least to chime in on it, um, like why didn't anybody see this or how is this dude doing this right now? I think what we're seeing is the, is the composite of all his varied experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's, he, you, you could truly say in a lot of ways, he is a professional baseball player because, you yeah. know, beyond just the love of the game, he's gone to just about almost every type of league. He's mm-hmm. seen yeah. not only every type of, pitch per se but environmentally some of those places man they're not like the safest places to play in you know there's a lot there's a lot going on especially you know in some of the more uh latino oriented uh leagues it's 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 a it's it's more than like here in america we're more subdued down there it's like it's like a you know it's like a football game for us you know it's a lot of just you know, yeah. activity and the fans, yes. a lot of noise and, and just a lot of distractions. It's a you party. Have, it's a party. You have to be able to concentrate, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to you know be effective in that situation. So a guy who is kind of pretty much in a lot of ways seen a lot of different things and 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 he you know have to really look in the mirror and say, "Gosh darn it, I like you." <laughs> you know, and, and, and you're good, and, and and people are gonna like you. I mean, you really have because he at one point was like the heck with this, you know. And I think it was the White Sox like picked him up, and he was like, "All right, I'll give it one more go," you know. But here's a person who, so so facing uh, Bieber, they ain't nothing compared to what his life was like having to go through. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's like, all right, whatever, what you got, you know. And so he could. He's patient, you know, he, he's not in that hurry. He's not a young dude. You know what I'm saying? He, he's not in a hurry to, he wants to make everything last. You know, he, he's that person, like when you get that actor and who, who milks his line, he got like three lines, but you know, he milks the hell out of them. He is milking every at bat. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get as much out of this as I can. And so when you're, and I, I'm not, I didn't play ball, but I'd have to imagine when, when the storm around you is outside of you, but you have that inner calm, you can do what you do without that yoke of 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 the cacophony of of, of you know life around you. It's just like yeah. everything stops, and it's just you and that person. So it doesn't matter if this Bieber. It doesn't matter if there's a Hall of Famer up there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to give you his best at bat. And, and I think you said I think you said some key about how you know he was at the point of to hell with this. 
Right. And and then, you know, the White Sox picked him up. And it's like, you know, in his mind, he's probably like, you know what? It's, it's either now or never. Right. And that's a sign. And so, so it's like, you know, to hell with this. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to go out. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out swing. <laughs> yeah, literally. You know, and and and... <laughs> And and if I stick around, it's gonna be because I'm swing. Right. And and right now we're seeing that. You know, I I just want to see how he reacts when the going gets tough because it's going to. That's sure. baseball. That's baseball. That's, that's baseball. You know, and that's that's all I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, how does he bounce back from that? Yeah, I, I bet you. I, I'll be shocked, and maybe this will be one of another one of our bets. You can get your sandwich back. Um, <laughs> I, I bet you I'm gonna go 320. I don't think he falls below 320 this year, however long he plays. You know, Ooh, I I think, take, I'll take that bet. Yeah, I don't think he falls below 320. I think I, I want to jump in that too. <laughs> I think I want to jump in that too. Another another Portillo's beef sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep All it going. Right. All right. Yeah, because but I, no, I I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you the one I owe you because you know <laughs> I want you to have that. But yeah, yeah, we can we can do another one. Because here, here's here's why I say it. It, it. Some of it's him. I, a lot of it obviously is how I feel that you know where I think his state of mind is, mm-hmm. which can change. Like 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 Smoke said, it's baseball. It's, it's going to change. That verse is going to come. But he's on such a good team. There's so many good hitters around him, and they're not even hitting good right they're not, now. They're not hitting at all yeah. right now. So so imagine when they start hitting good. He's going to be seeing just fat pitches. Abreu, if I'm not mistaken, Abreu is not hitting 200 right now. No, he's under 200. He's no, like 180 early. something. Yeah, it's like, early. Damn, but, yeah. he is? Yeah, yeah. he's like 180 Ooh, something. He, he got two home runs and nine RBI, but he hitting like <laughs> 180. <laughs> but you know what, though? But, but Abreu has a history of that. He'll, right. Know, right. Well, he'll start lot- off, and then by the end of the season, his baseball card says 300, right. 30 home runs, and 100 RBI. So Exactly. That's, you know. And that's what I'm saying. Your means doing this, and everybody, he's not even getting help around him just yet, at least not consistent help. Just imagine once that comes and once Tony LaRusa figures out this lineup and figures out exactly where I can get everybody to, you know, maximize everyone's uh, abilities and talents, but also they're able to complement one another. Once that happens, oh, that's why I think he'll hit at least 320. I really do. All right, we got, we got a bet then. Yep, yep. We got a bet. One more thing, and, and uh, we talk talking baseball here. Oh, damn, I bring you that old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't because he remember he came in. He was like twenty. He was like twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, he's yeah. thirty four. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he, but we gonna be all right. We gonna keep him another. Yeah. another Young thirty four. Yeah. Then kick him upstairs so we can keep the Cuban connection going. <laughs> gotta gotta keep that coming. Keep, keep the Cuban Godfather here. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I I found this interesting. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but uh, Anthony Edwards, who is uh, plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves, was the number one pick in, in last year's draft. He was asked about a Rod, and, and a Rod has a group that is looking to buy them. <clears throat> Excuse me, not looking. They have. They got well. Well, the, I mean, it's not finalized yet. They got thirty right. days to, 30 to days figure to it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they're looking to buy the the Timberwolves, and. Anthony Edwards was asked if he was a fan of A-Rod. And he said, what do you mean a fan? What, what, what did he do? And they said, well, he, played, he was a baseball player. And he said, oh, I really don't follow baseball. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I knew he was trying to buy, you know, this guy was trying to buy the team, but I don't know, you know, who he is. And to me, I'm sorry, he looked dead serious. Maybe he's a good actor. 
but I don't know. And I, I can't understand. He's A-Rod has been in, 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 in the mainstream of pop culture for at least 20 years now. Yeah, how does, Aaron, it, how does Aaron someone Rodgers. know who A-Rod is? Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. That's the guy you're talking about, right? No, I'm not, I'm not talking about that A-Rod either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you, I, I think, honestly, I think he's full of it. He's full of it. <laughs> and he's, and he's, well, and he's. Okay. What's the, what, what's the point of making that, making, making that joke then? Because you're uh, Because, yeah. And, and he already made a, a, a comment before getting drafted about how he don't really even like basketball. Like it's just something he's good at. And he just plays like he's, he's, I think he's upholding to an image. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, Okay, this is my thing when it comes to A-Rod. Controversy, everyone knows. So, like, if this was Derek Jeter, my favorite player of all time, I can believe it. But anything negative about sports, A-Rod names comes up. <laughs> and, 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 and that is something, and that is something that, that, that sticks with people. People will will remember the negatives over the positives any day. That's true. The 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 steroid air, like so 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 they what they should have asked them. So you never even heard of steroid era, like you don't you don't know who Jennifer Lopez is, right? Like like come on, man. I'm just not I'm just not buying it, man. I think I think I think he takes. I think he likes. Yes, it's attention. The, the attention that he gets from this. Like a like you can like he might look dead serious, but a part of him is like, look at these people just buying this shit. Well, I'm I'm the, go, I'm the gullible one because I was like, man, that's crazy. You no, know, he out here telling people he don't really like basketball, and then and then dunk on you like right, like come on, man, you like Vince Carter. <laughs> who's who's Vince Carter? Oh, I didn't really follow basketball. Dude, he was like born, if I, if I got it right, I think he was born in 2001, which meant, you know, he was like 15, I think, when A-Rod stopped playing ball, or 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And he said, he being uh, Edwards, that he played in high school, he was good enough that he could have made it to the MLB. And he played, he pitched, he played shortstop. How are you going to play shortstop at that age and not know A-Rod? You know, he played center field, but he don't really do baseball. Like, come on, man! He almost contradicted himself because he's like, he play? I, and see, I didn't even know this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then he contradicts himself. He's like, "Who's that?" Oh no, no, I don't really follow baseball. Yeah, okay. I was getting. Sure I don't. mean, I I thought back to when I was a kid. I knew all of the 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 top players of uh, of yesteryear from. Uh, from Smoke's mythical player in Babe Ruth to, <laughs> to Garrick to Jackie Robinson. Shout out to Jackie Robinson. Today, I was just about to say Jackie yeah, Robinson Jackie Day. Robinson Day. Um, I have my own feelings about that. But. You know, to, to wait, I, I, I want to get those. I want to get those in a sec. To, to, to Aaron, to Mays, to, to Ernie Banks. I knew all those guys as a, you know, seven, eight, nine-year-old growing up. So I, I I just couldn't I I just didn't understand how could he not know who this who this guy was especially in in in, in, in the media. age of social media mm -hmm. yeah and, and 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 all the access that we have out there I, I, 
And and this is one. I just of found the, it interesting. And this is one of the more colorful baseball players of all time. He's right, he's right. he's he's always around. Like he's mm-hmm. he's he's the one guy that works for two different networks. Yeah, he yeah. works for Fox and ESPN. Yeah, for baseball, he he's on social media. He's very active on social media. He's and he until just recently was engaged to a hot commodity. Like, come on, man, <laughs> crazy. Hey, what's what's your take on on Jackie Robinson Day? Uh, well, it's not necessarily Jackie Robinson Day. I I I love Jackie Robinson Day. It's just. I have I've grown to have my feelings of the whole integration into into the MLB because I think that was a way to like we talk like they've been asking like how can we get more blacks to play the game you know with it being Jackie Robinson day and I think I'm like the bigger question should be how Jackie Robinson integrating into baseball actually began the downfall of blacks playing baseball hmm. we gave up our own league to join theirs and now and now look now we're struggling to get black boys to make it there I, so point i agree but i don't think that us i don't think the integration stopped us from playing ball I think it ruined. Yeah, yeah. It, it ruined our solidarity as a community in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I think basketball really yeah. cut into really I, cut into I, baseball. And, and I agree. Football. I agree. The 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 exposure those sports get. Well, the immediacy of the yeah. money from those sports. Yeah. With yeah. baseball, you got to put time in. I I I just I agree. I do not disagree at all. I think had we had our own steel, I think. It will be a little different, but I mean, I know we're in. This is seventy plus years later, so. <laughs> but how does I, But okay, I, I understand what you're saying. How does that affect though on the grassroots level, of of uh, the recruitment of kids to play in in little league? I think that's where money. That's why we don't play hockey. Yeah, baseball is too don't expensive. Play golf. It's very expensive. It got too more expensive. expensive. Cleats, gloves, bats. No, 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 I, I understand that, but when did, it, when, did it, when did it when did it become? There was a time when everybody played baseball. It, but it became what GM said. Like it, it, it went once basketball players and football players start getting that instant fame and instant money. You know, and 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 more people playing baseball begin to educate themselves, especially. And this is more American born. Mm-hmm. baseball players this doesn't apply to the the dominicans and the cubans and all those guys this is the american-born baseball player like so many people used to come to me like man he got drafted he got drafted to the major leagues no he didn't he got drafted he to got the drafted team to the right. he's going to play in the minors there's a chance you may never see this guy in the major leagues right that's not the case with other sports with football and baseball you get drafted oh, in the yes. first round, you're on the you're on the you're on the mainstream. I think I think that's partially because uh, the NBA and they're they're starting to get away from it. The NBA and the NFL uses college as their as their own minor league. Yeah, true. That's a lot to do with yeah. it. But here's the thing: to, to Smoke's point, you might not see that guy again with baseball. 
there, there's a vanity to sports and there's a vanity that appeals to not just for yourself, but other people seeing you, your family. There's a vanity for your family to say, hey, you can see and watch my baby on this channel or mm -hmm. that channel, playing for this school or that school. And you see them, especially when it's football or basketball, collegiately speaking, you're going to see them on some channel, especially nowadays. It's just, you can see them almost anywhere, even a stream. Baseball, how many people, when you go to a baseball game, there's not even that many people at a baseball game let alone people watching it at home on TV. Mm -hmm. And baseball collegially doesn't get that kind of exposure until it's at the playoffs, all. Not at until, all. It's, yeah. until it's a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so the vanity aspect is like, nobody's going to see you. There's no guarantee, quote unquote, like Smoke says, if I get drafted, that I'm even going to make how did, it. How did integration hurt that though? No, I, I, I don't think integration hurt that. I, I just think that I'm just not, speaking of the- Not having our own- Losing, what, losing our own which which hurt our hurt the just just black people in general i i just i just think we should have valued our own league and tried to keep it afloat but but that but that has nothing to do with today because we may even if the league stayed around those issues of the other sports may still come into play Right. You know, like that's that. So that is a truth. And that's why I say I agree with GM on that, because it's the truth. Like, like we just talking about Yerman. He's a 28 year old rookie. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, that's that's insane. And, you know, like in, in, in a sport where they tell you the younger you are, the better. Like he's a 28 year old rookie. Versus basketball, we got nineteen-year-olds. Yeah, and at one point you had seventeen and eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, you know, like, 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 and and making millions of dollars, you know, and it's like everybody like, but baseball players they make that money. Yeah, but you got to get there to make it. Well, you gotta, you gotta get there, and then you gotta hope that once you get through that first contract, yeah, they'll be willing to 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 pay you that. Yeah. Money. And you don't like, get lost in the numbers. Yeah, and, numbers and, that, and that's and that's the thing, man. And you know, look and these at, kids, these look, kids look want the that Cubs, instant look gratification. The, look at the Cubs guys right now. Yeah, they're they're in that boat. That instant gratification is 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 real, and and that's what that's what's ultimately hurting the game of baseball. Plus, like you said, when you ask, uh, as when you ask about a grab, you like, what about a grassroots level? How does that? Why does that stop? Even at a grassroots level, you got so many AAU teams now for basketball. That's just that's, that's taking kids away. And those kids, you know, they're not going to the pros at 14 and 15, but a lot of them can all be part of some AAU team, AAU league, you know, it, with the hopes of going there. Mm -hmm. So that's another like farming aspect, another systematic way of getting kids involved in the sport that's siphoning away from baseball. And it, the upkeep it takes for a league. I mean, how long does a baseball game take to play? Yeah, you know, kids generally aren't patient anyway. Yes, yes. Then you you got to keep the fields yep. up, the maintenance, and to some degree, the deterioration of families mm -hmm. has some aspects of that too. You know, where are the dads per se? Yep. I'm not I'm not you know saying that moms can't be a part of it, but let's be let's be real. The dads are going to be the ones that are running the leagues. So the dads are going to be the ones that are going to be the coaches for the most part. Mm -hmm. And if they're not there, I'll, the kids are I'll, like, where, you know, so there you go. I'll stop you there. The little league I was in was run by women. 
Okay, that that is an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> and, the pres- and, uh, president of the league. And are uh, they still running it? Does it still exist? The the league exists. They're not running it. They're you know. Um, okay. Their well, kids are are my age. Actually, um, uh, smoke. You know, Karan Karan Walker. Yeah. Uh, big baseball. So his mom, and uh, and two other wonder wonderful women. Um, um, they're coaching all the teams. Every team had a female. Uh, well, no, 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 not the female, but they, but they ran the league though. Mm-hmm. Well, they when you say sure run the league, league existed, right? That's that. I'm talking about the they they ran the coaches and they, going out and the training and all that stuff too. They made sure that that uh, the parks were were taken care of, and you know the administration, and where they actually coached too. They had they had they coached their own teams too, um, but. And you got you got another another major factor is when you look at college sports. Like we said, baseball don't get the into postseason, but just even looking beyond that, when you look at the scholarship aspect of it, baseball does not get full scholarships. Mm. Yeah. College baseball players don't get full scholarships, you know. And so, you know, it's a sense where to better your chances to go to school for free, you have to have those academics in order to get some academic money to play baseball. And it's and it's and it's crazy because you hear a lot of times how people try to say baseball is uh intellectual sport. You know, at least I've heard that, you know, and like and you think about it, it's like a basketball player can can have a 2.0 GPA, but he's going to get that full ride because of his sport. Same with football versus a baseball player with that same GPA. If he's talented in baseball, they might give him 50%. But how is that other 50% going to be taken care of? You know, and, and that's, a, that's a major factor as well. You know, like, do I choose the sport that's going to pay me pay for my education in full or do I choose the sport where I got to take out loans and do all this? I mean, just let's look at Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to bring him up. Exactly. Let's look up Kyler Murray. You know, people was like trying to tell me like, cause I'm a baseball guy. They like, they like, man, like, come on, man. Like baseball players make that money. Yeah. He got to get there to make that money. Yep. But if he, he signed, if he signed with this, <laughs> the NFL, he going to make, money right well, away well he's he's in the in, in the right time slot um the, the the you know to get that money there was a time when if he if he were is he 15 years older it would have been a better a better move to to go play baseball than it would be you look uh, at look at a look, here here's somebody uh, look at a uh, look at a Jeff Samarji right now he's a pitcher yeah, well, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Kyler Murray wide receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver at Notre Dame. He would not have made the same money that, that he made in the major leagues. But that's because of Kyler- that's but that's because of his talent. That's because of what well, he no, did. Samarja was but, a bad man at Notre Dame. No, no, he was, but I'm saying he's a receiver, first of all. And he had to prove himself on that baseball field to get paid well, no he was a, he was a left-hand arm and, and he could throw he's a right so. he wasn't he didn't throw lefty oh excuse me. i'm sorry okay he had an arm yeah he did he did <laughs> wait i'll edit that out 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be keeping it in. Y'all, y'all gonna know my faults. Um, he had, he had an arm though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but and, and, I, I think we mentioned things here because you wide receiver quarterback. Yeah, right there, Kyler's already making more money. Yeah. Because so, I'm like, but we're talking, but we're talking about 15 years ago though. Well, that's what that's the other thing I was going to. to that's to that's talk what about. that's what I'm saying. Kyler's planning a time. No, yeah, (laughs) because before this, before they restructured things, yes, them quarterbacks quarterbacks were getting crazy money. Crazy money. They was didn't didn't some of them was getting like sixty million. Yeah, Sam Bradford messed it up. Everybody, he had fifty million and couldn't stay Ah, healthy for two years. So that's what I was about to get to too. Like, okay, they changed everything. (laughs) Kyle Kyle came wrong the wrong time. But then when Cam came in, they changed it, and so he was what he only signed for what. No, they he, got, he, he got he got he got maybe before. twenty. He, he they changed maybe... before they changed before Cam. It was like right after Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was the last one to get that. Right, that, that was like two thousand eight, right? Um. So so Cam so came, Cam came okay. right after that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 a lot to it. Uh, I could go on that all day. Let's let's I let's move. You. Let's. <laughs> Let's move to Bulls basketball. Ugh. Shout out, shout out to Jefferson Margin, by the way, my man, Notre Dame. <laughs> um, so the Bulls, I just get mad. Just in a in a in a in a bad situation here, man. They've lost what four straight, lost a bad game in, uh, at Atlanta, uh, a bad yeah. game to to the worst team in the league in Minnesota, lost to Memphis, and then Orlando. Which was which was ugly, and I lost money on. By the way, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Retract, go, retract. You said Minnesota, like you said, they lost to like the worst team in the NBA in Minnesota. Yeah, record wise, they're the worst worst team in the league. Although I Orlando, Orlando is the worst team in the league. <laughs> now. We just took their their best players. Well, you know they got they got that all star <laughs> center in Wendell Carter Jr. Now you know and he's making them right. making them so much better. Yeah, the that, that shouldn't them. happen. That shouldn't happen. And smoke, man. I had I had a a, a a single game parlay. I had the Bulls to win. I had uh, Zach with the over in points twenty five. He got thirty. Oof. I had Vooch with the with the over on points you know twenty one. Uh, he got know. it. I got, got I had Wendell Carter with the over in points twelve and a half. He got it. And the damn Ain't Bulls couldn't bitch. pull off the win, man. I was so mad. That's why they didn't pull it off, because you put money on one new car. <laughs> but he but he paid, but he made he made, he made it though. Yeah, that's why you lost. <laughs> <laughs> man. Man, did you see the one the single game parlay I posted? Yeah, where well, you only you missed one. Was Zach ass? Yeah. <laughs> and then he scored 50 the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Gambling is not a good thing. <laughs> Don't do it because it never Man. pays off. Never pays off. And now we get word that Zach is is I guess in the in the is well they didn't say COVID they said it's in the safety, safety and health protocol. and safety protocol. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna say he you know, but Best we COVID. all know what that means. Mm-hmm. What's the team gonna do now? He's gonna be out for a while. Learn how to play with a center. Yep. And that might help them down the stretch, however long that stretch is. I mean, seriously, they don't know how to play with a center. They, 
I mean, Orlando, there was a, a, a no pun intended, there was a stretch where it's like, um, did you forget Vucevic was on the court? Hmm. You're getting double teamed at the half court line, you know, bring him up to, you know, top of the key or to the foul line or something, do a little high post and have that dude pass to somebody, you know. It didn't, they, start, they started running uh, tees up there. It's just like, dude, Vuf, Vuf, uh, Vucevic is a better passer and can score from basically anywhere on the court. And they use him to, like, close the gap right before halftime. And it's like they just forgot that he was on the team. I don't understand that. And they, they need a point guard in a bad way. They need somebody who knows how to get the ball and to continue to get the ball to the right people in the right places at the right time and not turn it over. They – Every time they come down towards the end of the game and they're trailing these, either they're losing the lead or they're fighting back, getting close enough to maybe win, and then they just, you know, Zach turnover machine in the fourth quarter, I think one of you guys mm-hmm. said. Yep. You know, yeah. and it's just, yeah. it's just like you just start forcing stuff. It's like, dude, no, you don't need to take that three-point shot. You get momentum. You need to get a better shot. You know, get your teammates a better shot. And I know Zach's trying to do everything. That's why you need a point guard. It's like, dude. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's frustrating to watch. It's like, dude, y'all way too much. You have too much skill on this team to be playing this poorly. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy to me because it's it's a couple of things I'm noticing. I'm like, well, first off, the new guys are the only ones really playing good. <laughs> yeah. Vucevic and, and Tice. And I like Troy, Troy Brown. Brown. Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm like, all of a sudden now, Sato is being more aggressive offensively. Like, like, like we don't need that from you right now, Sato. Like, like we need you to be a point guard. Like, it's like I'm seeing him getting dunks and shit. Like, I wasn't seeing that at first, you know. Say, <laughs> know your role. Like, you know, but but the key, the main thing is like just seeing like. It's like, damn, why are the new guys playing better than the guys that were here when and we were playing okay? Like, and now it's like uh it's it's frustrating. It, yeah, exactly. It's frustrating. It's, it, it's it's an enigma wrapped inside a puzzle surrounded by a conundrum of mysteries. And, and it's like with Zach, it's like when I watch the games, it's like I watch him pass up on more easier shots than the shots he actually take. He takes more bad shots. And a lot of times he make them. He's yeah. a good he's a good bad shot maker. But but he but he passes up on good shots. And it's like that's when he's trying to get everybody involved. No, that's not the right time. If you got a good shot, take it. <laughs> and that that's I think what leads to a lot of his turnovers. Yeah. Because he mentally he he just don't really have a clue how to run an offense. It's like when you got a good opening, take it. But now he's trying to be a creator. And then when 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 they trying to double team him, he's he's trying to be goddamn all world yeah. and getting stripped and all type of crazy stuff. It's <laughs> he's like trying to always say he's trying to be number eight, man. You know, like come on, man. You can't like, you can't you can't be that's the reason they got Vooch. You don't need to be number eight. Yeah, I'm talking and you guys know who I'm talking about Kobe. Every night, you you, yeah. you don't have to be that now, you know. Uh, and Glenn, to your hey. point, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, you remember I said early on, 
Zach needs a guy on the floor that's as good or possibly better than him for us to see what we've really gotten him. Yeah. I think next year will be more telling than that. But but now we have a guy, an all-star caliber guy. I don't know if I don't know who you will pick. I guess it'll be how you your team functions. Your team functions from the low from down low, or do your team function from the perimeter? But Vooch is on that level. So mm-hmm. oh, like, you know, yeah. if they could just learn to stay out of his way. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, he gets in the post and they they want to come down and bring extra defenders to him. It's like, no, <laughs> get out of his way. Just let just let him work in the post. If he gets the ball down low, just go to the opposite side of the court and let him let him let him, let him, let him go to work, man. And they don't the Bulls don't do that. And to what Glenn said, they just they don't know how to play with a center. And that's that's mm-hmm. the issue. So I guess, you know, um some real practice time, which I'm sure they're not getting, and they've 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 alluded to that. Yeah, go ahead. They should watch what Denver does going forward, That's, because we're not yeah. going to have Zach. Everything runs Denver, to Joker. Joker, exactly. Joker, yeah, yeah. I mean, and when and uh, it's going to be a while before Murray's back to being Murray, but they should have been watching Denver to begin with, because that's basically you know the general manager we have now pretty much that is yeah created yeah. that team in Denver. And yeah. this is kind of like you know a poor man's Denver at this point. It's like, look, this is this is the 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 the, the mold or the, the the prototype or however you want to phrase it, you know, the game game plan or whatever prototype. This is this is what you need to do, or this is how you can go about doing it. So I say going forward, watch Denver, see how Denver gets along without Murray, and the Bulls can try and implement that because they'll be getting along without Zach for a while. I do you one better, GM. How about we watched the player we have now do that to us? He did. When he <laughs> was in Orlando. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Vooch did that to us when he yeah. was in Orlando. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like so like <laughs> we have we have the guy firsthand. He it's had perplexing. a career night against us. Yeah. Yeah. Like playing that way, you know. So it's perplexing. So without with Zach gone, let's say a week to two weeks, is that that ten spot? Is that that forgotten about? I don't think so. You think you think they can make it? Toronto is Toronto is like just like us. <laughs> it, 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 unless Toronto go on a run, I don't know. It, it's it's it should be it should be, but. But I just don't. Toronto is just. I think it's crazy. It's crazy. As bad as the Bulls have been, they've been stuck in that ten spot. Yeah, and that's for the longest. Like you would think, Toronto have would have been past us. Yeah, yeah. Like who the Bulls gonna beat, man? Everybody they could have, should have beat. They just got beat by. Yeah, this past week they should have. They should have beat all four of those teams. And we're losing the teams that the best players are playing. I'm not gonna say we should have beat Atlanta. Granted, Zach had a great game, but Atlanta has been balling. They have been since since Nate McMillan since took over. Nate McMillan yeah. took over. I'll give you Memphis, that. But so Memphis what, though? Memphis has got, been balling. You got two All-Stars, though. I get it. I get it. We but had to lead also, late. We had to lead up. Yeah, they had to lead yeah. Memphis, yeah. yeah. I, no. Yeah, we had to lead late in both games, yeah. actually. Yeah. You know, like, those were two of the better games we played. 
we let Minnesota and Orlando pretty much leave wire to wire. <laughs> those are the two games we those those are the games we talked about. We thought we had that solved. Yeah, we thought we had that solved. Like we're gonna win the game. Like two and two, I wouldn't have been mad losing to Memphis and Atlanta because they're right. actual playoff teams. Right. Like you know, yeah, you want to win those games when you have those leads. But 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 Minnesota and Orlando, you, you got to win those. Games. You got to win those, man. And to you your point, Atlanta and Memphis have like for real all star caliber point guards. Yeah, which yeah. makes a difference. Those other two teams, I don't know who the hell's on the damn team. I mean, I know Ricky Rubio, but come on, man, stop, man. stop. Ricky <laughs> Rubio hit what what five three pointers? He hit three of them in a row. Uh, dude, just punch him. I mean, just give him a, a body shot. And Ricky's gonna go to the sideline. Somebody man, I will say, I will say, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns was throwing up all types of stuff when it was going in. So, yeah, but he's a superstar. I'll give it to him. Well, yeah. All star at least. That dunk was kind of vicious, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was emphatic. That was an emphatic dunk. <laughs> now I'm I'm glad I let time get away from me with that Orlando game because because as I would have did man. the same, I would have made a parlay on that game so quick. Man, I was I was I, I let, was, I let I time was get away right from there, me and forgot and forgot I right. I was like, was oh yeah. On. I was like Orlando. I was like nine and a half point favorite. You know what? I'm not I'm just gonna make a money line bet, you know. So all I gotta do is win. Absolutely. This is that's money in the bank. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then you see a guy that like I thought that parlay I dropped. Then you see a guy the next day put money, put fifty dollars <laughs> on, put fifty dollars on Zach and and Trey Young to go for forty plus and hit for like forty thousand or something crazy. Really? Man. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Wow. I need. He bet. That. He bet on both of them to score like to go forty plus. Wow. And he put like I think fifty dollars down on it. Wow. That'd have been sweet, dude. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that'd have been a nice trip for the wife. What? <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, next week, Memphis, Cleveland, Boston, and Cleveland again. What you think? Uh, 0 and 4. <laughs> wow. We struggle against Cleveland. Wait, who you said? Memphis? Memphis, Cleveland twice. Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland twice and Boston in between. Maybe, we, maybe we can beat Boston. Boston seems to lose games, and they, they, they're trying to figure themselves out too. Dude, I really think 0-4, and, and I'm the guy that early in the season was like, oh, no, 3-1, and 2-2. and two. Now I'm like, man, the hell with these dudes, dude. They just didn't make any <laughs> damn now sense. You, now you're coming back to my world, man. Well, I look, man, I, 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 I'm seeing them for what they are right now, and it hurts to say it, but, you know, they're a donut without the hole in the middle. I mean, you know, there's something missing. You know, yeah, something missing, they, they, and, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna be all in on this team next year, but the rest of the way, nah, this is it's, it's pretty much over. It's basketball IQ is missing on this team. And I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say they don't. I, I'm, I'm teasing when I'm saying that you know they soft in the middle or or you know I'm not gonna really challenge their heart because I think I see them trying hard. No, they just, try. No, they try. Right, they just don't know how to try hard. Yeah. They don't know how to be. They don't know how to be effective with their 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 effort. Yep. And it's frustrating because it's like, dude, it's not as hard as y'all making this out to seem. You got a 20-point lead. What's the problem? 
you know, or you had a 10 point lead. What's the problem? Or stop turning the ball over. Stop taking bad shots. It's like, it's, it's just perplexing. They get in their own way. So mm-hmm. coaching is going to be paramount, you know, off season, but they need a floor general, like, you know, yeah, and like, like I continue like, to say, it's it's no it's no coincidence that Billy Donovan was very serious on trying to get Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah, I can see that. Like he he clearly he knows like that's the key. You got to have somebody that can control the game. We don't have that. Like we don't have that. Not at all. Hey, let's move on to the NFL, and uh, we got the draft coming up. Glenn, this one's for you. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was interviewed by Sports Illustrated and basically came out and said that uh, he doesn't know how or, or, or doesn't play with a chip on his shoulder. He has no reason to, and he, there's no reason to manufacture a chip. Life's been good. He won a and, genetic lottery. And a dad, his dad said that, yeah, uh, awards and championships don't, don't really motivate him. <laughs> Uh, you know, he's not going to go all out. He's not going all out to, to, to win a Super Bowl. Basically what he said, you know. Nice. Of course, no one's saying anything about, about it because, you know, it's it's Funny. Lawrence. If Justin Fields said that, what, what would be what, would, would there be an uproar? Um, he had dropped to 20. He had dropped to the Bears. <laughs> yeah. You can't win with a guy like that. You need a leader out there. How is he going to yep. motivate people if he's the one saying that he doesn't care about winning? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it goes, and, and, and I don't think any of us think otherwise, um, but it kind of goes to what you and I were talking about a little bit earlier is, and what we've, the three of us have talked about pretty much since we've begun this podcast, it's, it's the narrative, you know, it's who is creating the narrative, who is the narrative about, and then how is that narrative being, uh, disseminated to the public? And we've taken Justin Fields just over the last month, month and a half, two months, you can clearly see it early on, you know, towards the end of the season, it's all of a sudden this guy who came into the 2020 season as arguably the number two quarterback, maybe even a number one quarterback, number one pick in the draft, least no worse than number two pick in the draft, all of a sudden fell behind, you know, Zach Wilson. Then after Zach Wilson, all of a sudden perplexingly, he's fallen behind Mac Jones and Trey and Lance. Trey Lance, Trey yeah. Lance didn't even play. <laughs> and I think sometimes the Trey Lance thing is just so people can't cry. It's it's a racial thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's Although why that happens. Exactly, which is a whole different okay. colorism thing. But we're not going to get into that. We're just going to stick with Justin Fields and the narrative. But the narrative that was put out there all of a sudden became he doesn't get off his first read. Uh, he's too mechanical with his mechanics. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, he's not this. He's not that. And all of a sudden, everyone's agreeing with it. Like, no one is offering any counter argument at all. And that lasted for a long time up until Dan Ovlosky said something to where, like, he's speaking on, uh, I forget the punter, the retired punter's name, uh, a McAfee, I think, or something like that uh, mm-hmm. from, from the Colts. He, he's speaking on his podcast or his, his <laughs> blog or whatever. And he says, yeah, Ovlosky's this is. Dan Orlock, former, you know, quarterback for the Lions and played at Connecticut and he's ESPN analyst and everything. He's 
for the most part, pretty good. He says like, yeah, I heard from some guys, you know, like around Ohio State that uh, Fields is uh, the last guy in, first guy out. Everyone's like, oh, oh. And it's just so easy to believe that. And no one's offering anything counter to that until he says that. And once he says that, then some people are like, dude, like what's with this thing about, you know, the narrative on black quarterbacks and everyone believing the stereotype. Then like the subsequent days after that, Ovlovsky's biting back saying, oh yeah, he really does this well. He really does that well. Now the narrative is, oh yeah, he completes 70% of his passes and, you know, he's a leader. Oh, by the way, that wouldn't even been a college football if it wasn't for Justin Fields because he wanted the Big Ten to play and he was, you know, out in front of everything. So all this stuff had already been there. So now all of a sudden y'all just now discovering this stuff, it's BS. So either, and I'll end with this, either someone is being extremely Machiavellian and trying to bring his stock down and doing Mm -hmm. it on purpose so that maybe he falls to them, which is, you know, kudos if you've done it because you've done a great job because the stock fell or clearly the way this country has been and is to believe the negativity about certain athletes in the demographic that they represent is still obviously very apparent man you know what's crazy to me went like so before that came out with dan orlowski darren orlowski was the one really the only one really defending justin fields he came out and he came at Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay. He put a video this like, like showing Justin Fields reading multiple reads. Mm-hmm. He like, if anybody says Justin Fields can't read, can't go through progressions, they don't know football. They need to stop talking football. Then like two weeks later, that came out with him mm-hmm. saying that. It's like, Wait, what? And then, and then everybody started to defend Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 and and all I've been thinking about over the past few since last week is your take on him possibly going to the Jets. I think he's going to the Jets. And and now and then I hear Skip Bayless say, it. Mm-hmm. "I watch Undisputed a lot, and and Shannon Sharp has been Trevor Lawrence." He's been Mac Jones. Mm. Now in the last couple of days, he's been singing Justin Fields. Pray. He's like, how is this kid dropping? And he ain't played a game. It's, 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 it's becoming a weird turn of events yes. all of a sudden. And it's like, this is probably the most confusing I've been, because I've been, I've been very mad about this whole yes. thing. All and then <laughs> and then now and then now it's like now y'all starting to sing his praises you know and it was like the guys who was coming to his defense early on like a ryan clark where are you now when these guys are talking down on him like you're not really coming to his defense anymore it is it, it's, it's weird it's, it's just weird to me you know and it's like I think someone is out here playing Jedi mind tricks, <laughs> trying to get him to drop. I, I got one for you right here. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to make y'all real upset. That's what Bar Scott, Bar Scott said. And, you know, people like Bar Scott, I, I listen to. Yeah. 
He's he like, man, he like, man, don't none of these people. He like, man, y'all falling for the bull. He, like the Patri- <laughs> he say the Patriots is out here putting these rumors out there check to get out. that boy to fall to him. <laughs> NFL, check this out. NFL.com. Uh, Charlie Casterly, who was a longtime um, uh, personnel guy for the Washington football, football team. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I was about to say something else. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it anymore. Um, his mock draft, he has the Steelers taking Justin Fields at 24. There's no way he's falling that far. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's just what I'm saying, dude. How, how does that happen? And this is, this is, this was released today. You know, but Charlie Cassidy didn't think Lamar Jackson should be a quarterback. Charlie Cassidy also thought Deshaun Watson. I, I think you get where I'm going. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I just Fields. find I, I find that just unbelievable. I know I, I, I said this to you earlier today too. Is like I, I listen to uh, NFL Network on XM Radio, you know, especially when I'm driving and stuff. This morning I'm listening to airing it out, and uh, Charlie Weiss is uh, is the you know the the main person as far as former coach athlete, you know that they you know who's the analyst on that 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 talk show. And so Charlie Cassidy, basically all the talking points that, that we've been talking about, that we've hit upon about how Charlie Weiss, Charlie, Charlie Weiss. You give, give Weiss the credit, not, not Cassidy. Right, right, Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss, what I'm talking about. On airing it out on XM Radio is their show. Charlie Weiss is saying all the talking points, the positive ones that we talked about Justin Fields. I mean, it's literally like, I'm thinking like, man, did you listen to our podcast? Because every single thing you're talking about is exactly mm-hmm. what he said. And then Charlie Weiss is like, he's like, I don't, and then on top of it, he goes, I don't understand how Wilson moves up because the only team he played that was good the only team he played that was good this year he struggled and looked average so i don't understand that i'm thinking like exactly so that's what got me thinking who's putting this narrative out who's putting the narrative out who is the narrative about and then how is it being distributed and, that- and i'm and I'm, I'm like i'm so sick of hearing oh zach wilson can throw the. i don't give a fuck he can throw the ball from any angle. I don't care. Like that doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. you still have to throw to the open guy. Yes, you do. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, how does that change anything? It doesn't. Like none of that stuff matters. Like Tom Brady can't do what Pat Mahomes do, but Pat Mahomes ain't got seven rings. Like, so let's stop with all this. He can do this. He can do that. Can't none of them run like Lamar Jackson. Like everybody has their uniqueness. Like, like, so, like, that doesn't change anything. The key that doesn't change is throwing to the open man. I don't care how you get it to him. Throwing it left-handed when you're right-handed don't make you better. <laughs> it just means you're a risk taker. And you're going to probably be like Brett Favre holding all the most negative records of all time. Like, come on, man. Like, it just irritates me. Like, I don't care that he can – they made such a big deal out of him doing that rollout at his pro day and throwing the ball from down there. When Justin Fields come around and do it, same he did the thing. same thing with ease. Right. Like, and come on, did, man. And Sam Darnold did it in the game <laughs> for a touchdown while actually know, being chased by someone. So, you know what? What does that mean exactly? Like, I'm, I'm putting this out here right now, all right? If Charlie Cashley is correct – and and Justin Fields is available at 20 and the Bears don't take him. The Bears won't take him. I'm done. 
The Bears won't take him. Yeah, I, I've already told uh, you that. Uh, I'm done. I, I, Justin was there, uh, but we felt we had more pressing needs. I, I'm um, done. You know, we really needed to get uh, the punter. Uh, I'm because done. Because we made play field position. Dude, they, they won't take him. I'm throwing out all, all my Bears gear, and I'm going to find another team. But No, you know what, though? Here's the thing. I still wouldn't want the Bears to take him. Why? Because if Justin Fields is still there, somebody's going to trade up to get him. You need to, you need help elsewhere. So if you're smart, you get some other help because you need a starting corner. You need a starting lineman and you need a couple other things. So, you know what? You are going to hey, get him anyway. Did y'all, hear what, uh, did y'all hear with uh, Jim McMahon? No, not at all. No, he Jim said, Mc... you know what? Yeah, I, I did see that. He, he said that before. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised by that. He said that before. Okay. What do you say? Quarterbacks come here to die. Well, that. Oh, yeah. And he said that his favorite, uh, you know, he loved playing for the Packers. That was that was uh, that was the best team he played for, and the organization was, you know, the best out of all, you know, Chargers, twenty twenty, yeah, I I don't twenty one teams he played for. You know, that was the best organization to play for. I, I thought it. I thought it was very uh, bad for the organization that. That's no, not. I, a, I didn't, that didn't everybody knows stop. that though. That, yeah. that, that that that's kind that of like stop. known. Yeah. Because yeah. he he said he he was saying that back then. <laughs> yeah. It's, By the way, though, McMahon did um, when the Packers went to the White House uh, after they won the Super Bowl uh, in '96, he wore his Bears jersey. To the, to the <laughs> did he really? Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Because they didn't, because the '85 Bears at the time didn't get the chance to uh, go to the White House. So when they, when he went with the Packers, he wore his Bears jersey. That's cool. So yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I get what McMahon is saying. He's, he's, he's right. He's right. <laughs> I can't argue that. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue that. Hey, fellas, well, we, we got what? Uh, Two weeks to draft. Yeah, to the draft. Yeah, roughly. Yep. Two weeks. So, yeah, should be uh, should be fun to see what uh, what all the all the pundits are saying out there. Yeah. And uh, and hey, and catch uh, our own GMs mock drafts on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. Glenn Morgan, he's our guy. Mm-hmm. Does great appreciate work. You. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, thank you for listening to. The Easy Smoking the GM podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate your listens. We don't take it lightly. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Oh, damn. I'm missing one. Uh, Amazon. Amazon and iHeartRadio. I missed two. <laughs> damn, man. I was I was getting really good at that. <laughs> you can also catch us on, on hp53productions.com. There's a link to the uh, podcast there and also check out our other podcast uh, the super duper podcast hosted by rob griggs and the father good podcast hosted by marshall Givens and kenny stevenson um with that glenn please take us out we ain't saying we're right but we sure as hell don't think we're wrong especially not this week especially not this week <laughs> <Catch you> next <laughs> week <laughs>